What's going on, golfers? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Chasing Your Best. This podcast is and always will be dedicated to the golf learning curve, golf happenings, golf thinkings, golf tinkerings, golf ponderings, all the things that I get to experience in the life of a golf coach, a career-long golf coach who's basically spent my career doing that and building my business around that. And I hope to pass along some of my learnings just to help you with your learning curve. I won't say the things I tell you are absolutes, right or wrong. You got to figure out your journey, what's important for you. But I can certainly tell you these are things I've learned from my experiences. If you're new here, welcome on board. This podcast is all about hard work. And this podcast is all about hard work. And this This podcast is all about hard work and doing the little things that will add up over time for you and your golf learning curve. This podcast is all about hard work and doing the thing, little things that will add up for you over time for you and your golf learning curve. Let's hop into today's topic. I want to talk about mental strength and what that means to me and what that could mean to you on the golf course. Hope that can help bring some clarity to you and what you got going on out there and just help narrow in that focus and help build mental strength. This is a part of the golf learning curve that I, I'm particularly excited about later in my career. I see it as something that a lot of us can benefit from as well as just a way we can all kind of self-develop or, or personally develop, help make us a little better person off the golf course as well as on the golf course. Mental strength, so to boil it down, and if you just wanted to listen to one thing and then peace out and head on to do your day, mental strength to me, means one thing on the golf course. It means being 100% present for one golf shot at a time. Being able to completely lock on to, to what you're doing and be in that in that moment, in that state, and just doing your best for, for one small moment at a time. That is really what golf meant. Mental strength means to me, and I've Believe that to be the only way you can truly play the best golf. You can't live in the past. You can't live in the future. The only thing that you can really impact is right now. Right now, being present and being able to perform one golf shot at a time. Now, as simple as this seems in theory, it is way more difficult to execute on on the golf course and you will find yourself slipping in and out of moments where you're focused and not focused. And hopefully you can observe how that leads to, to your ability to score the golf ball and or not score the golf ball. Now, we're going to dive into this because it's deeper than that. But that's kind of the surface level overarching thought I have on, on what mental strength means to, to me, to golf, and to being able to perform at the highest level while you're out there on the golf course. And there are some principles that weren't founded my, by me, but I found them to be, um, let's say, very true and and um, 
very true and applicable for, for most of us. And I want to go through that as kind of a baseline reference. So while you're playing golf, you are allowed to, I like the think box, hit box principle, meaning that you're allowed to think your way through your practice swings. And when you step up behind that golf ball, you need to be 100% present in that golf shot. So here's a basic framework for you to go through your golf shots. While you're making your practice swings, you're allowed to think about your golf swing. You're allowed to think about your golf shot. You're allowed to visualize success. You're allowed to, to be thoughtful and, and, and just think your way through what you're trying to accomplish. But when you step up to that golf ball and you're ready to hit, it's, it's here's some things you're allowed to do. You're allowed to visualize your shot. You're allowed to visualize success. And then really it's your job just to, to let it go and to do your best. And if some of you are in the middle of a swing change, it's okay to think about one to two very passive swing thoughts. Like, for example, if you're trying to keep your club face more closed, maybe thinking about how you're rotating your wrists or simple, simple feels that translate to whatever you're trying to accomplish with your golf swing. And, and that can work to play good golf, but hopefully at the end of the day, your best golf is played without any real swing thoughts and you're just out there performing because you've put the work in away from the golf course. So that basic principle I have found to be super helpful and I hope it helps you as well. So that's think box, hit box. Think away from the golf ball, step up over the golf ball, do your best to perform, visualize success, and let it happen. In a perfect world, that's kind of how it goes down. But let's let's kind of get into the nitty-gritty of mental toughness and mental capacity and, and how to build that on the golf course and off the golf course, really, because there are multiple layers to this and multiple layers to this game. And you don't you don't it's not just a snap your fingers kind of deal where you're gonna be fantastic without without effort and intention and just trying to set that long-term trajectory to something that's sustainable and work towards it and and just try to be a little bit a little bit better every day and let that that little bit better every day compound over time into being just strong as steel and being able to perform under pressure when it really really matters and really i mean the fastest way to crumble uh, most grown men on the golf course grown women is to bet them on a three-foot putt. You want to watch somebody crumble? More often than not, most people will because they don't have the mental strength, the mental fortitude, and uh, that's what it is. So let's dive into let's dive into some best practices how to build this kind of stuff. I think it really begins on the practice range by establishing some amount of practice time where you're practicing your routine and you're practicing your success on the practice range, whatever that is, wherever you're practicing. So you're going to step up and go through your routine. You're going to do your best to bridge that mental gap between practice and play. You're going to create some kind of perceived pressure on yourself. So while you're practicing, you feel as though it counts. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to simulate play. And this is why you get players, and I feel very strongly about this, this is why you get players that can't perform on the golf course, but they can perform away from the golf course. Or, excuse me, this is why you get players that 
can perform on the range and can't perform on the course because on the range they're all just nilly-willy messing around having fun and then when they go to play they put perceived pressure on themselves so that is what we want to bridge that gap i think it's easier to add perceived pressure than to take it away for example if you're practicing lightly and you're having fun you're at some point on the golf course it's hard to keep that lightness about your play so i think it's easier to add pressure than to take it away although there will be some of you that will play your best golf by just kind of being in that flow state where you're just having fun in the zone and you're not thinking much about what you got going on you're just out there performing it's happening but for most of us especially you thinkers you analytics it's going to be more productive for you to add perceived pressure and to simulate that pressure in practice and be able to translate it during your play better because you've done that. So some amount of time, not all the time, but just some amount of time. So say if you have 60 balls, maybe you do this for 20 or 15, or if you really struggle with pressure, you do it for 30, but you can't do it all the time. And that's the other thing about pressure is you cannot put pressure on yourself all the time. There has to be a balance between pressure and fun. And this is also why I don't think the handicap system can be great for a player's performance because they're putting pressure on themselves all the time when they play golf. If there's one takeaway from this podcast is that you need to balance out pressure and fun. And both of those things I will add up over time to making a better version of your golfing self, but you need to balance them out. So that means occasionally you need to go play golf and just have fun, kick it with the boys or girls take it easy, practice, do whatever. And then sometimes you need to go play and you need to put pressure on yourself. And depending on you, your personality, where you're at in your golf learning curve, you may need more of one, less of the other and vice versa. But just play with that recipe and figure out what works for you. But I'll tell you what doesn't work is going out and playing every single round for your handicap. That would be like professional players going out and playing seven days a week for their best possible scores for their best possible scores and when we know that's not the way it actually works monday tuesday wednesday most players are just they're practicing they're kicking it they're keeping it lighter and they're ramping up towards playing their best on sunday or thursday but you don't play tournament golf every day of the week and then that's also why you don't play tournament golf every week of the year and the best don't do that because they need to be on and off that kind of high pressure To perform the best at some time, you have to lay off that at some time as well. And I hope that just gives you some insight into kind of how to structure your time and and your practice. You want practice for fun, you want practice for pressure, and you want to balance those ingredients out. I think mental toughness is something that's built over time by doing hard things and and just, just mixing that ingredient into your, what you do. Anyway, this is a topic I feel pretty strongly and passionately about. It's something I really enjoy talking about. I wanted to bring it on the podcast today and hopefully it benefits some of you. It helps you figure out your golf learning curve. But if you want to do more on this kind of thing, reach out to me. I sure would like to. Anyway, I will catch you all back here, same time, same place, next week.